0: Hey there, welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, just because summer is starting to wind down does not mean that we do not need to be concerned about the sun any longer. And by the sun, I mean damage the sun can do to our, our skin.
1: That's right. We're not concerned about the sun not coming up. that's, no. that's, well. that's not what we mean.
0: Although <laughs> some days
1: this year, it kind of feels like maybe it won't.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> But kinda... no,
1: the, even even with um, when it's not like in the middle of summer, the sun still does damage
0: to your skin, right? It does, and and it really. This is this is one of these episodes that we do. That I learned a whole lot. I mean, I learn a lot when we do pretty much any episode, but I mean, some more than others. And because we're really diving into some of these mm-hmm. topics, right? And I was, I'm already looking at, okay, we need to change some of the things we're doing because we're not doing some good things so good when it comes to sun protection. So in this episode of the Vegetarians In Podcast, we're talking about vegan, cruelty-free, and reef-friendly... Sunscreens, so ah, we're going to talk new word, about new yeah. word
1: alert. I yeah. feel like
0: I feel like we're on PeeWee, on yeah. like uh,
1: PeeWee's um, PeeWee's Playhouse. Yeah, is that the word? Refriendly. Every re-friendly. time we every time we say refriendly, everybody has to go ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so we're going to discuss some sunscreen terminology. So, like we just said, refriendly. Uh, so that way we can. You, so if we're going to talk about also some of the recommendations that we have and that came in from our peas and carrots what up guys our closed facebook group that uh, gave us some recommendations for uh, sunscreens but the thing is sometimes these aren't very available available and different depending on where you are so uh we want to give you some of the this is what we always try to do is we try to give you some of the basics so that way when you're not in front of the recommendations Mm -hmm. you can kind of know what you're looking for on your own right
1: just when you're looking at the back of a a bottle or if you're looking online you kind of maybe if we say these words then you'll say oh i remember it
0: said don't use this or do use this look for this that kind of thing all right but before we get into our main topic let's hear from our sponsor this episode
1: of the vegetarian zen podcast is being brought to you by cheery bird vintage our online vintage store Have you ever caught yourself saying they just don't make them like that anymore? I have. We have, both of us. Uh, And this is why we decided to open our online shop filled with many of the clothes, shoes, games, toys, housewares that we grew up with that our grandparents used, our parents used and so on and so on and so on. Uh, Vintage items are not only fun and unique, but reusing them helps free up space in landfills, so it's also good for the planet. And it's fun. So whether you're looking for something vintage chic to wear, or something fun and decorative for your home, or maybe some old toys to play with, or give them to your kids, but you actually play with them, uh, check out our shop at
0: cheerybirdvintage.com. And now, back to the show. All right, are we ready to dive into our topic? Dive Dive. in, like swimming, like like sun. (laughs) I always uh say that, but that really it, it, it is more a, it's, it was a better pun today i guess yeah it works today it works today it works
1: and i will just say that vicky has worked her behind off on this uh episode oh thank you yeah i mean it, it was it was sunscreen 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 all week and and i mean she's you really worked a lot on this and i think the the post the show notes post on the website is going to be amazing um, with all the work that you've
0: put into it so thank you for doing that sure yeah we, we just want to help you guys make good choices you know everybody you, you're you get Sometimes it can be difficult to fish out some of this information from a lot of different articles. So one of of the things we've really been striving to do is with these episodes and with our posts also is to our accompanying post to these uh, to these podcasts is to provide you just a one stop place that you can go that you don't have to be fishing around for six or seven or 10 or whatever articles. Um, that's what we do for you and we try to put it all in one place.
1: All, all right. right. So, you know, even just a few years ago, talking about sunscreens and sunblock, I mean, I, I don't use sunscreen. I use sunblock, the, the blockiest block I can find. <laughs> um, but even just a few years ago, it was hard to find good quality, cruelty-free vegan, uh, sunscreens on the market. You know, but but luckily these days, I think more companies are listening to their consumers and, and watching, you know, the way the trends are going and launching more sun protection products that are not only, you know, good for your skin and protect your skin, but
0: also good for the planet and for our, our uh, animal friends. Mm-hmm. That's right. And this was one of the more eye-opening things for me. And I, I, I guess... This, and we were just talking about this when we went to the duck pond Mm -hmm. to walk the dogs earlier today. We don't use, this is one of the opening things. We don't use sunscreen daily.
1: Yeah, we, we only usually think of it like if we're going to the beach or you're going to the pool or, you know, something like that. But really, you should be using it every day as a part of your like skincare. Like when if you're going to go out in the sun, uh, if you're going to the grocery store, or, you know, if if you go
0: anywhere these days, um, you should be using a sunscreen or a sunblock. That's right. And according to the Skin Cancer Foundation, this is a quote from them. Regular daily use of SPF 15 sunscreen can reduce your risk of developing squamous cell, cell carcinoma. Oh, I think I said that all right. <laughs> by about 40% and lower your melanoma risk by 50%. Yeah. I don't do any of that. I uh-huh. don't. And I don't know if I'm just lulled into the fact that I am dark skinned. And I go walking and like yesterday mm-hmm. I went walking on a cloudy day and I get lulled into the, the safety of thinking, oh, mm-hmm. it's okay, it's fine but it's not fine.
1: Well, and you know, I I will call you out on that since you called yourself out on it. You know, I've heard that from you for years is that I need to put sunscreen on me, meaning you're telling me, you know, that I need to put it on because I'm lighter skin, but your your words have been, well, I don't, I don't burn, you know, Mm -hmm. because my skin is darker. Well, (laughs) and, and you know, I mean, and I've heard that and a lot of people have that kind of, thought that 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 doesn't really apply as much. But you know, your dad has had skin cancer twice, right? Twice? I think just once. Once, Okay, mm-hmm. once. But, um, you know, and you and you have his skin, you have his freckles, you have his, uh, his everything and, and you need to be concerned about that.
0: Yep. Absolutely. That's why I said when I was putting this together, I was like, "Ooh, oh, <laughs> yep, exactly. All right. So before we start to talk about what to look for specifically, or some of the brands, I guess, uh, let's talk about... Let's level set some terms. Now we've done some past episodes where we've talked about like what cruelty free means in products and what vegan means in products mm-hmm. and all that. So, but let's just level set for <laughs> folks that might be new or might not remember what we talked about. And you know why I'm laughing? Why is that?
1: Because you just, every, when you say something like that, it's, it's like, I see a little flashback of your, of your corporate days. <laughs> We're level setting. We're level setting. Let's level set. I just, I I have this little flashback of corporate Vicky and it just makes me smile. So glad you're not there anymore. Yeah, any I was going to say, but but
0: Mickey is not make me <laughs> smile very much anymore. The, uh, now that I've been away from that yeah. for. You can laugh, two laugh years. about it yeah, now. I can la- laugh about it now. All those little, uh, what do they call it? Those catch words and uh, yes. catch phrases that yes. get all. That just yeah. made
1: me chuckle. When I when I reviewed the outline, I saw levels. So I was like, oh boy.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Is there a presentation that goes with this? <laughs> There's other <are> slides. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has a clicker. You
0: have a clicker? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what cruelty free means. Uh, cruelty-free, a cruelty-free product is considered, um, it's considered cruelty-free if the finished product and any of its ingredients have not been tested on animals. Mm-hmm. That's where it can get a little confusing because some companies try and fool consumers into thinking that products are cruelty-free when in fact they're not. And right. we, we're going to link to our previous episode, Cruelty-Free 101, which was way back vegetarians and episode 64. 64, oh my gosh. <laughs> but. But you got to be careful of that. It, this is why it's a good idea. And with with any of these seven sunscreens that we're actually mentioning, what's really important is to check back and maybe go to the company website too, mm-hmm. because these change and right. you really have to be on top top of these. Uh, some that were cruelty-free might not be an, anymore, and some that were not mm-hmm. might have changed their policy so they are. So it's always a, a good idea to kind of stay on top of that. Right. But just realize that the term cruelty-free, you need to look beyond that a little bit to see what that means right or what it means to that company that's right right.
1: and you know i will not to give companies an excuse or an out but i might even go so far as to say that you know some companies especially if they're newer or smaller or you know smaller companies might might not be doing this intentionally to to you know get one over on on consumers i think some when they're just starting out at least might not even be completely familiar with that you know, and, and thinking that, well, when we make our products in our warehouse or whatever, we don't, we don't test them on animals. So they're cruelty free, but not knowing that, you know, their ingredients might be so.
0: Yeah. And and you're right. I mean, I, 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 it's so you to give people that Huge benefit of the doubt. That's why I love you, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know, you're you're right. That could be the case. I think it's just important you ask questions and you dig as deep as you can to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing due diligence, especially because you don't want to support companies that right. do that. And because, especially these days, there are alternatives. There are, more people demand this and right. the more we vote with our dollars, the more companies will see that as an investment in hey, we can say we're cruelty-free. We don't hurt animals in any part of our process
1: that's right and you know another another aspect of that is if it's not clear on these companies reach out to them and ask because Mm -hmm. that could actually kind of trigger uh the uh, you know a conscientious company anyway yeah. to kind of look into that
0: and just make sure that's right or know? make it very clear on their website yeah, exactly. we don't test at all exactly. you're you're absolutely right because some of these i had to do a little bit of digging to even make it to really make sure okay no they truly are mm-hmm. not testing yeah. you would think they would put that a little bit more at the forefront yeah. and i think some are so yeah. okay <laughs> so what does vegan mean Vegan. Vegan is
1: a product that does not contain any animal products or animal byproducts. So, you know, meat is a direct animal product, but an animal byproduct uh, f- like for many whey. vegans is honey.
0: And whey. And yeah. whey.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like uh, but so any products or
0: byproducts. Okay. So SPF, you know, I don't know that I ever knew what this acronym acronym was. Did, did you know? I don't know. I don't think so. skin something, or I don't know. (laughs) Spoof. Spoof. (laughs) SPF. So you see this on all sunscreens on the front. It says SPF with a number following it. SPF stands for Sun Protection Factor. And the number that follows is best explained by the Skin Cancer Foundation as the SPF tells you how long the sun's UV radiation would take to redden your skin when using the product exactly as directed versus the amount of time without any sunscreen.
1: Oh, that's pretty specific.
0: Uh, It's very specific. I did not know that. Here's another thing I learned while reading some material on the uh, Skin Cancer Foundation, which is something I talked to you about that we never do. Even when we do apply sunscreen... We don't reapply yeah. sunscreen, and, and you're I was supposed I to reapply really, yeah. sunscreen.
1: And you know, quite and that's true because I mean, sunscreen, especially the older ones that are like that—that that kind of like greasy, chalky stuff that just kind of sits on your skin. You know, that maybe that might not—that might be a little more water resistant than some of the newer stuff that kind of is more like a lotion that soaks in. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, but. Even so, it's not, you know, when you sweat, when you get in the in the water, I mean, it does go away, you know, so you have to reapply it. And I know, I, I see, I think, parents more often, like, following that reapply rule than maybe adults who kind of just kind of set it and forget it. <laughs> like, all right, it's done.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we need to, when we do do, uh, do this in the future, when we put we need to reapply yeah definitely. okay all right so here's another term that i became familiar with while putting together this information and that is nanoparticles specifically when we're talking about sunscreen so back in the day like you were just talking about sunscreens were white and chalky. yeah that's super
1: thick stuff and, yeah. yeah
0: and and i think that kind of gave kind of like soap that suds up; it gives you the feeling that oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's working. Doing something, and, yeah. <laughs> and I so so I think that's some of the hesitation with some of the current day uh, sunscreens that you think, well, it just went right into my skin. Yeah, and what? it disappeared, yeah. and so it's not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. So you know, those white and chalky were not very uh, attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I picture somebody with like the the white nose. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but. So, so companies move to make these less white and chalky and all Mm -hmm. that, uh, what that did was that it create. What they did is they kind of, in a sense, shrunk down these minerals that were sitting because that's what it was on the, the, on the top of your skin. It was just uh-huh. like the not white, shrunk down. Stuff, yeah, yeah, they shrunk it down so it kind of goes into your skin. Oh, but the well, problem with that and those are nanoparticles technology, right? Mm-hmm. Even, but even works on sunscreen. <laughs> but the problem with that is that now there's some studies that show that can have adverse effects because it's like getting into your system. Huh. Interesting, yeah. So that's why you'll see some sunscreens refer to their product as having no nanoparticles. Huh. That, though, is very loosely regulated. Mm. So I, I was on the, um, I think it was the EWG, the Environmental Working Group website, and was talking about. And we're gonna have a link to that here. Mm. That it will explain that much better. The point for the con- for the for this conversation is don't let that in itself be one of those things where it says no. Are made with natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, again, exactly. it's one of those things that's not tightly regulated. Mm-hmm. So just because it says no nanoparticles, that can maybe play a factor. Mm-hmm. But that again is where you want to go. Mm, that's not necessarily a make a break in itself.
1: Yeah. So what the what the EWG uh, says that is that in general, sun protection that's made with zinc oxide. And titanium dioxide are usually okay because they provide uh, strong sun protection with fewer health concerns
0: exactly, and again, we'll have if you really want to learn more about this, we will have the links mm-hmm. to our sources in the show notes, as we always do. but um yeah, for the purposes of this conversation, it's just when you're going to see them on some of the uh, recommendations, it's not a make or break in itself.
1: right, all right, well, now let's talk about the secret word. Reef sit well, and we got it wrong
0: actually. It was we said reef friendly, but it's actually reef safe, uh, yeah. But I've seen it both ways, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've seen it both ways, so well, um, you are the authority here, so <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, this was something that was newer to me as far as a term with respect to you know, there's actually some states within the United States, I know Key, Key, uh, Florida, Key West, I think they had already, yeah. uh, yeah, Key West in Florida. Has already implemented this, and uh, there's a few other and states, a, I can't and remember, some countries we, too. yeah, and we have a link in the show notes also. But uh, that are banning certain sunscreens because the chemicals in the sunscreens, the certain chemicals in the sunscreen, mm-hmm. can damage the reefs and also. Sea life, sea
1: life, right. So right. it's it's just it's chemical pollution is what it is because when that when you put on sunscreen and then you get in the ocean or you get in lakes or rivers or, or whatever that um, those chemicals leach out of that sunscreen into the water, mm-hmm. right? And then they can uh, harm uh, the the fish, the turtles, the other uh, the birds, and then also the coral reefs.
0: Right, and, and uh, I think Mexico too is one of the places that they're, they're starting to, and they're selling uh, reef friendly or reef safe sunscreens in their shops and right, stuff. So right. people The tourists And tourist destinations. Yeah. So uh, there's a, there is a guide that we'll be attaching from save the reef that has a list of the ingredients, but, uh, it, and I, let's see. It's Should I do I dare try to pronounce some <laughs> Ox- of these? Okay, let's see. So just a few of them that maybe
1: oxybenzone, octin, oxate, homosalate, form. This is something that ends That's in camphor, <laughs> Paba, <laughs> parabens, triclosan, uh, and then also any nanoparticles or nano-sized zinc or titanium. So even if it doesn't say, explicitly say micro-sized or non-nano, and it can rub in, it probably has nanoparticles in it, right. even if it doesn't specifically say that. And then also, and this is an interesting one, any form of microplastic, like the uh, exfoliating beads, which... I I don't know why you would want that in a sun blog or sunscreen. <laughs> why, I
0: mean, really? You know, it's funny. We were talking about when we were kids, you know, Larissa and I are Gen Xers. And when we were kids, all the things we were exposed to. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it's just incredible. I, we were talking about uh, what were we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about exterminators and, and all the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was An exterminator yeah, come in your house
1: and like spray your countertops and oh, yeah, spray, spray inside your, your I food said some, pantry. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Sometimes it was so bad. I could almost taste the, <laughs> the, 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 what do you call it? The, the chemicals, chemicals. Yeah. yeah. It was so bad. Well, yeah. Uh, well, and you know, video. as
1: far as the sunscreen goes, you probably didn't do this cause you didn't need to, but all us, us, uh, white chicks, you know, and white, white, uh, folks would, uh, I'm sure most and I I'm sure I did this at one point, um, actually go out in the sun. And la- it's called laying out, you know, on a on a towel with a transistor radio. Oh, my God, I'm old. <laughs> uh, transistor radio, and uh, or a boombox. <laughs> and with actual a- and actually Just put some like pet shop boys, <laughs> Yeah, actually put like cooking oil. Oh yeah, on your skin. Oh no, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. That we did that too. Yeah. yeah, and i and I think about that. I'm like,
0: to why? give you a bro- I know,
1: <laughs> to give what you is a wrong bronze,
0: with you? Yeah, to give you a bronze look.
1: And of course, it didn't work. It just <laughs> made you red as a lobster and really, really in a lot of pain. But you know,
0: yeah. All right, so. Unfortunately, though, reef safe sunscreens, again, this is one of those catchphrases that a lot of companies are putting mm. on their products because they want people to feel kind of safe. Safe. With these. Reef safe. Right. And there's a Consumer Reports article on reef safe sunscreens that we'll be attaching. And it is just important to know that this, again, like the nanoparticles discussion, is not something that's strictly regulated. So, when you decide on one of these products, you should probably just look on their website, look a little bit closer, see what they're, what they're doing for the environment. And, you know, they you, you don't have to do a whole research paper on it or anything, right. but I mean, just, or like I did. Well, there are lots of resources available. It. There's a lot of resources available. And I would trust these places like Save the Reef, mm-hmm. you know, these, and um, we're attaching, there's an environmental laboratory. I'm not even, how do you pronounce Hereticus. That? Hereticus. Yeah. Uh, environmental laboratory we'll be attaching some links there so that you can do some more research. Right.
1: All right. So you ready to get into our list from our our peas and carrots?
0: Yes. Now, some of these are theirs and then some of these are ours. So uh, let's see. I've, I've attached some comments here too. Okay. So Alba, number one, Alba Botanica, green tea Hawaiian SPF 45. I really dig their products. We have some of their uh, their hand lotion. cream, hand lotion. Yeah. 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 I, I got a little I like Nature's Gate too, but there I something about I'm really smell the, the sensitive, smells, yeah. Some and of I them just, are not. Um, yeah.
1: they don't they don't smell bad. They're just um you're very sensitive to it mm-hmm. and I know and like the I think it's the I think it's the oatmeal ones of theirs that have a um a different
0: smell. Yeah. It's not bad, and no. I like it. No, I, no. Mean, I mean, it works, but I just wanted to switch it up. So yeah. we are on Alba Botanica, and well, their sunscreen. Okay, so I like companies that have good missions, and this is mm-hmm. what I was talking about. When you, when you buy, you vote with your dollars. So I like to go on their site and read the About Us pages and, and see what they're about. And they have a, like a catchphrase called Do Beautiful, or it's a mm-hmm. hashtag to Do Beautiful, and it means keeping our Earth healthy and happy. We appreciate the important. This is from their website. We appreciate the importance of being good stewards of natural resources, so we can do beautiful by reducing our environmental environmental footprint whenever we can. We believe in keeping our friends close, including the furry kind. Mm-hmm. That's why we never test on our products on any or any of the ingredients used in them on animals. We're on a do beautiful mission to create vibrant products that treat the earth and all its inhabitants as well as they as they do our bodies. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Yeah, it's great. And their cruelty-free sunscreen is Leaping Bunny certified, mm-hmm. which is a good thing to look for. And it also contains natural ingredients like green tea and aloe that will help soothe your skin. And... Um, no gluten or and no synthetic fragrances. So if you have if you're sensitive to fragrances or if you have a gluten you know um, sensitivity, then you can use Alba um, this one this this one. I don't know if that's true for all of theirs. Uh, do you know? I'm, I'm not really sure, but at least this one uh, you
0: can. And this was recommended by Peas and Carrots member Tsunami Fautrel, who said. Very succinctly, I have had no problem with it.
1: Great. That's what we want. (laughs) That's awesome. No problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. This next, number two, was recommended by our friend Julie Martin of the Peas and Carrots. And this is Super Goop Play. This was founded in 2007 by, the company was founded in 2007 by Holly Thaggard. And SuperGroup was born out of a desire to supply local school schools with sunblock protection. After a friend was diagnosed with melanoma at a young age, uh, Holly made it her mission to provide safe and affordable sun protection for everyone, starting with kids. And you can read more about her. We're going to have a link to the about us play uh, about us page on our site. It is uh, SuperGroup is. Sweat and water resistant for up to eighty minutes. A lot of these were around that that range, so that's really good. But again, yeah. that's why I was going. Oh, you're supposed to like reapply this. after yeah. <laughs> Thinking and about all the beach days. Well, <laughs> uh,
1: and you know that reading through these, uh, you know, most of them, it looks like a lot of them are like SPF around like forty five or so. And just to to reiterate, you know, when I go out in the sun for every day, like if we just went to the 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 pond you know the duck pond um to walk the dogs for 20 minutes i that would be fine for me but when i go out um like if we went to the pool or the beach or you know spend any extended time outside i get the the biggest heavy duty sun block i can the hundred hundred plus whatever i can get um you know because with my lupus and my other issues uh, i really need to protect as much as i can from the sun but for every day like just going out to you know go be in the sun for a few minutes at a time. I think these are fine.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing to think about and this, I read this also is that with the higher SPFs, you can also get lulled into the sense of security Mm -hmm. when you shouldn't be. Yeah. Because, uh, that those still need to be reapplied. And that's what I think we've been, we do. We got like the monster one. Mm -hmm. And then we think, Oh, that's good all day. And it's not right. All right. So our friend, Julie Martin of the peas and carrots recommended this. She said, super goop. (laughs) super goop that's almost a i almost i thought i was saying super group super (laughs) goop i have been using it for years and they are the absolute best now super group is like abba (laughs) it's different
1: you don't want to rub abba on your skin Okay. All right, so number three is All Good Sport Mineral Sunscreen. And I think I think this is the one we were going to order, right?
0: I am going to order this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I really dig it. So this was founded in 2006. This is all-women-owned company that is run and staffed by women. They have women farmers, finance, sales... All nice. throughout their company, nice. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Women farmers, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. And uh, like all of the products we've mentioned on our list, the sunscreen is cruelty free and reef friendly per their page. And this was <laughs> <something> <laughs> this made me laugh noticed. when it's I read it. They said uh, on things their about we page. like on their about page. Things we like: Finding Nemo. Things we don't like: Dead Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's to the point. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And here's another cool thing I liked about this company. They also donate 1% of their annual sales to causes like Sustainable Coastlines, Conservation Alliance, Plant Savers, Pacific Whale Foundation, and other important causes like that. There was a list of them, but those are just a few that stood out to me. So good. Okay.
1: All right. Number four. Number four is a company. It's a Korean skincare company called Perito. Perito. I, I don't know how that's you would, right
0: yeah. it is burrito okay I, I was watching their about video ah
1: mm-hmm. so it's like a burrito that you put on your skin
0: well i wanted to say burrito like, i know like that's spanish. what i was
1: saying too and then i was like well wait it's it's korean it's not spanish so it's probably not that but, <laughs> it is
0: not right. it actually means okay so their their name comes from a combination of two things it's the the pur is like purify Mm -hmm. and then two which is a chinese character for meaning soil so it's like uh like grounding like basics right like the foundation cool right and this one was recommended by peas and carrots member abby tambini and she said purito green level unscented sunscreen makes my skin feel great and is very affordable
1: great and they've been around for six years they were founded in 2014 so they've been established for a little while okay number five number five makes me think of salad dressing but it's goddess garden sport makes me think of green goddess salad dressing Uh, but it's not (laughs) (laughs) so this uh, was created by partners uh, nova covington and paul halter who decided to create skincare products that utilize the power of nature, as they say. So their first daughter was allergic to many of the chemicals in traditional cosmetics. So they decided to create their own and uh, we'll have a link to their story. It's a really interesting story. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about
0: how they they went about doing that. I always like hearing those backstories because I think when companies start out of scratching their own itch there is a there's a lot of uh i just like those stories i mean i think there's a lot of motivation to create a good quality product particularly in this case like when it's your own daughter that's having Mm -hmm. these allergic reactions to traditional like Mm -hmm. you know off-the-shelf products
1: yeah. And I, I think that, you know, it's one thing, it's, it's good business practice when you're starting a, a company or developing a product to kind of f- scratch an itch, you know, as you said, uh, so find something that people need. But I think it, it it's even more powerful uh, when it's you're scratching your own itch, mm-hmm. you're solving your own problem first and then saying, oh, you know, if I'm having this problem, then there are probably other people. Too, and then kind of spreading it that
0: way. Right. And this was recommended by the Goddess Garden Sport was recommended by Peas and Carrots member Brandy Graham, who says, Garden Goddess, <laughs> I use it for my entire family. My son and I have extremely sensitive skin and we use this one without any issues. It's comfortable and protects well. Nice. Number six. All right. Sun bum. And I looked one?
1: at that first and I thought it said sunburn because, you know, my, <laughs> my eyes, I'm, I'm old and my eyes are kind of like, I can see that. They used to be. And so I'm looking at it
0: on my iPad and it looks like sunburn I can see that. Hmm. And I'm looking on my computer screen at 150%. And it uh, still looks like that. It still looks like sunburn now. All right. This company was founded in 2010 and they started making products for family and friends and grew their business from there again. I really dig that. Uh, Okay. So they had like one of the most fun sites and I I was thinking maybe I need to send a resume here. It seems pretty (laughs) cool. It says their mission is simple. We care about the planet. We care about the animals. We care about our families. So of course we don't use any ingredients that could harm any of them. Nice. And they have an office in Cocoa Beach where this is on their about page. I wanted to add this. This has nothing to do with their sunscreen, but it, it's fun. (laughs) It says we play too much ping pong during work hours, listen to old albums, take surf breaks, bring dogs and kids to work. Very nice. (laughs) It's very, sounds like a very bum office. It does. And they have a little hashtag, trust the bum. Very nice. And two of our members who are peas and carrots members who are trusting the bum are (laughs) Pema Gray and Penny Mouse. And they, uh, gave that recommendation so thank you guys all
1: right and then the last one is uh jason kids broad spectrum 45 so i guess this is for kids it is or can adults have it like it like i have the kids meal um can i use the kids sunscreen
0: i guess so all right yeah but this one is specifically geared toward kids okay (laughs) marketed (laughs) toward kids anyways all right and larissa we've used their products for years. Oh, I use Jason um,
1: shampoo. In fact, I'm kind of bummed um, because are you sunbummed? I'm sun bummed <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I, I'm going to have to find a different one because Amazon. I had my my Jason shampoo and conditioner on Amazon subscription, and they've been out for um, a couple of months. Um, you know, I had I had some, so I didn't need to order again right away. But now they've just flat out cancel it, canceled mm-hmm. it. So I guess they're not having production issues or stocking issues or something. Yeah. Same thing with, with our soap. So
0: bummer. Boo. Okay. Now this is what I really love about, uh, Jason, Jason. I'm not not sure how you pronounce that, but they've been around since 1959. And I really dig these companies that, that have been around for a while doing this cruelty free plant based ingredient type thing, uh, for well before a time when it was cool. It was affordable. I mean, they've been doing this for a while. And they state, okay, so here's from their About page. They state, the team set to work creating body-loving products made with plant-based ingredients that lived up to their original mission, never compromising on the quality of care. So that's yes. that's a big big reason why we really dig right. that. All right. So there you have it. All seven of the best cruelty-free sunscreens as recommended by the vegetarian zen community. Remember that keeping your skin safe from the sun is important to do every day of the year. Mm-hmm. Keeping our planet and our animal friends safe, of course, is super important too. So be sure, like I said, today just take a few minutes. These days, it really doesn't take that long to do some uh, digging, even on the ones we, we present to you here. I mean, you, we give you a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're trying to do here. But you should really just look to see if it's something that you... It's, it's a product and a company that you want to support.
1: That's right. And, you know, one more thing before we, before we say goodbye and go eat some muffins for a snack. You said, you know... Pre- you mentioned protecting your skin is important. And then of course, protecting animals and the planet, but animal skin is important too. And this is a mm. whole different thing, but just something to remember, because I mean, you're not going to go in and, you know, lather your, your pets up with sunblock necessarily, <laughs> but probably not a good idea. No, <laughs> but, um, but especially with when the sun is as strong as it is where we are, you know, further South, it gets stronger and stronger. Um, be cognizant of that, because when pets stay out in the sun, dogs, you know, they get their skin gets exposed to the sun. They can get sunburn,
0: too. That's you know, a really good point. Um,
1: they can get sunburn. You know, Cosmo, he likes to roll around the grass. Sometimes he'll like lay, you know, and fall asleep like that. Belly is exposed. I mean, they can get burned. They can get overheated, they can get burned. So just just be aware of that.
0: That's a really good point. And our yeah. Cosmo gets overheated he really does. fast. He's we have his, to be careful with him. And I know. his skin is very sensitive because he is a Parvo survivor. He survived mm-hmm. Parvo before we got him. He's a hot mess. Um, he is a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> but we love our baby. We, take, we take care of him. We we'll give him everything he needs. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye.